from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Everyone. John Lane in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today, friends. It is Thursday, May 7th. we got a great show in store for you today. Deacon Randy Keel coming up here very soon. Deacon Randy's going to talk about the first and or second reading for this Sunday. Do a little Lexio Divina, sacred reading, and comb over for it as we prepare. Uh, coming up at 725 today, either Chris Magruder or Julie Nelson, co-hosts of Catholic Women Now, co-hosts of Catholic Women Now, going to preview their 9 o'clock show. Uh, at 745 today, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle is going to be back on the show. She's a wife, mother, grandmother, and uh, she is also known most uh, famously for uh, EWTN host of three television series, which she created. We're going to be talking today about a free webinar that she is going to be doing through Paraclete Press on teaching the faith at home. So we're going to talk to her all about that in ways that you can participate in that as well. Also on the show today, we're going to talk about some saint quotes, 25 of them. I'm probably not going to get to all of them. Uh, soothing saint quotes for when you're stuck or overwhelmed at home. And also Pope Francis with his Wednesday general audience address yesterday. We'll take a quick look at that as well. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sella. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour. Let's get to it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today, so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Thursday to you. How you been? I'm doing okay right now. Beautiful morning. It is. Sun's out. Uh, it's going to get a little chilly towards the weekend, but uh, something we can enjoy, the sun being out. That makes everybody feel better, whether you're uh, confined to your home or uh, self-social distancing. You can always enjoy the sun. I can I can deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. Got any plans this weekend? Mother's Day. You've got, uh, obviously, the mother of your children to uh, make sure she has been, uh, the kids are rallying around her and your own mom to uh, recognize this Sunday. I, you know what? I'm going to make my uh, my sauce, my Italian sauce, and I think that's going to be uh, enough right now. Are you um, uh, going to make that sauce? Are you going to outsource it to John? Not not in the kitchen, I hope. <laughs> oh no, no. You, th- this is this is probably one of the things that I can cook the best. I, I think you would even enjoy this. You would even take the risk and eat it. <laughs> Well, you in the kitchen around gas or electric appliances uh, gives me concern, and I'm concerned more for your family than anybody else, anyone else. But uh, yeah, I, I might, I might partake in that. You got to keep it on low, all right. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to be smoking anything out. That's the key to a good sauce. John, that's not the problem. The issue is uh, you become distracted when something's on the stove <laughs> cooking. You get caught up in conversations. Uh, you know, it's a little. Uh, you, you, you get. Uh, 
you get a, uh, you know, you're, you're distracted and you can't do that while you're cooking. You got to be right in there and absorbing that and, uh, and not be distracted. That's my concern with you. It's a solid six-hour process, so you're definitely right. There are distractions oh that come goodness. in play here, but uh, it's it's worth it. Six hours sauce? I don't even think oh, yeah, yeah. Tony and I would wait for that. I, I don't know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll start making it Sunday morning. You'll you'll enjoy it. You you walk within ten feet of the home outside too, and you're smelling it, man. <laughs> okay. I'll take your word for it. Pass me a margarita, please. Thank you. Yeah, six hours, huh? All right. Well, whatever works, I suppose. We got a beautiful morning today uh, from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwalk, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. Mostly sunny skies, 43 degrees right now with a west wind at six miles per hour. Today, it'll be mostly sunny throughout the day, but we'll see increasing clouds later on today. And by this, late this afternoon and evening, we'll have a chance to rain the forecast. Today's high. 65 degrees. We'll get outside and enjoy it early. West winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, scattered showers. Overnight low of 39 degrees. As a cold front moves through, the wind will switch to the northwest tonight, 10 to 20 miles per hour. And then by tomorrow, partly cloudy and um, windy. A high of 56 degrees for your Friday. And then Friday night, they have a freeze watch for most of northern Iowa. It's going to get down all the way to 34 degrees Friday night uh, here in central Iowa. So you may want to cover your plants and flowers. And on on Saturday, partly cloudy with the high of 60 degrees. There is a chance of rain Saturday night. And on Mother's Day, chance of rain early on your Mother's Day Sunday, partly cloudy later and a high of 40, 57 degrees. Well, in the news on this Thursday morning, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds and U.S. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue say the nation's meat supply should be stabilized within the next 10 days. Governor Reynolds was at the Oval Office in Washington, D.C. yesterday for a meeting with President Trump. She indicated Iowa packing plants are opening and will be operating at excess capacity very soon. President Trump said he is asking the Justice Department to investigate whether meatpackers are engaging in price gouging in the midst of this coronavirus. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Once again, a decision about Iowa's two high school summer sports, baseball and softball, will be made by the end of this month. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly sunny skies, 43 degrees, west winds at 6 miles per hour, and today we will see increasing clouds and a chance of rain by late this afternoon. Today's high 65 degrees with west winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather and Sports. On your Thursday morning, John Leonetti Show and coming up, Jimmy Olson. And he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not a bad drive so far this morning. Uh, no accidents to pass along. Again, just keep an eye out for all the uh, construction popping up around the city as you're out and about today. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
We're having a little trouble getting Randy Keel this morning. We'll jump to uh, some of these soothing saint quotes that uh, uh, Melissa Guerrero put together. If you are feeling stuck or overwhelmed, in the meantime, we'll try and uh, get Deacon Randy on again. Uh, yeah, th- this is kind of um, you know, this is kind of the time where I- I've talked to some friends and family members, and they, they need a little motivation. Um, listen, it's a different breed if you've just been locked in the entire time. I think most people have probably felt a, a variety of emotions. Um, I, I've kind of described it in my own life as, as kind of like a, a, a roller coaster. You know, some days are, are better than others. It's just kind of the way it works. But I know there's some out there that are, uh, you know, tired, um, that, that are right now really in need of a little bit of motivation, um, feeling a little bit more than maybe the rest. Uh, and, and so, you know, who better to turn to, I think, than the lives of the saints? I, I've, I've made uh, it very clear that the lives of the saints, their wisdom, the teachings that they have uh, brought out to the world have, have been a game changer for me. And that's why oftentimes on this show, I like to come over some of the things that they've said. Uh, we'll start with Thomas More for those that may be tired of the situation or need a little motivation. He said this, quote, the ordinary acts we practice every day at home are more importance are of more importance to the soul than their simplicity might suggest. And you know, I, I remember uh, oftentimes over the course of my life thinking, you know, well, that, that that's nice to hear. You know, I you hear things like that, Trez of Lesue's little way. But now, in a very real way, friends, we are able to put that into practice. Uh, really, again, like never before, most of us. You know, can can get very hyper focused on this for the first time in our lives, and uh, I I tell you, that's been something that um, that's been something that's really been at the the forefront of my mind. Is that now, like never before, we we are able to place a, a very special importance on simplicity and the ordinary acts of charity, ordinary acts of love, in the smallest of ways that you and I are able to practice now at home. And honestly, that might be enough to, for, for, to meditate on for the rest of the day, maybe even the rest of the week. So what are ways today, let's make this personal here, what are ways today that you and I are going to be able to practice those acts of charity, it, it, albeit small acts of charity? No, I'm not asking you to go out and save the world here. And especially if you've got little kids, they take notice of this. They do. And to be able to kind of curtail them into uh, understanding what it is that you're doing and seeing maybe if they, uh, you know, helping them understand that they can participate in this as well. St. Catherine of Siena said, uh, quote, nothing great is ever achieved without much enduring. Nothing great is ever achieved without much enduring. Uh, I'm under the impression that uh, when we come out of this, and we will, when we come out of this, there's going to be, uh, you know, I, I think a, a lot of light. I think people are going to be very excited. Um, I, of course, it's going to be a gradual process, and we're going to need to take necessary precautions. But, but you know, I'm already thinking of 24 months, 18 months, maybe even 12 months down the line when we lay, you know, you remember, remember that? You know, what was your life like then? You know, so I it, listen, we're, we're, getting, we're enduring a lot right now. But as Catherine of Siena said, nothing great is ever achieved without much enduring. And it starts there. Uh, St. Angela Merici uh, said, Therefore, you must make a sound and firm resolution to submit yourselves totally to his will and with a lively and steadfast faith to receive from him what you have to do for love of him. This is a pattern that I've oftentimes seen over the lives of the saints. Um, they... they they submit themselves to God almost 
you know, in, in, in such a blind trust. It, it really is impressive. I, I'm not there yet. Uh, there are certainly days or moments in my prayer where I'm able to, to submit myself over to the Lord and, and his will. But, but the thing that the saints did is they would submit themselves to the Lord's will. They would give themselves entirely to the Lord. And they would do so every day, some just, every moment that they possibly could. But then they would go about the regular, sometimes menial tasks that were right before them. You know, they were so present to the present needs and the present deeds. It, that, those things didn't get in the way. Those things were the way in which they were living that out, albeit in, in the arms of God. You know, I'll give you an example, and I said this um, a couple shows ago. You know, when I'm done with the show here, my routine, obviously it's changed a little bit, but I, I go upstairs from my, my little built-in studio here downstairs in the basement. I go upstairs, and I make the kids breakfast. You know, pour the cereal, make the eggs, get the bacon going, get the toast uh, in the toaster, you know, things like that. You know, a, a prayer for me would be today, Lord, I, I, I'm going to offer everything that I am, everything that I do, my entire self, I'm going to trust and give myself to you. But that doesn't mean I neglect the little things that are in front of my face. My kids need to eat breakfast. But I'm doing so with a different frame of mind. I'm doing so with a, a different, uh, it, you know, a different heart. And that is one where I've given myself over to the Lord. So again, we're not neglecting those sorts of things. Again, all the more, we're, we're, we're doing them, but we're doing them with love. You see, a lot of these kind of blend together, especially with St. Thomas More there. St. Catherine of Genoa said that we must not wish anything other than what happens from moment to moment, all the time, however, exercising ourselves in goodness. We must not wish anything other than what happens from moment to moment, all the while, however, exercising ourselves in goodness. Hmm. Say Boniface, let's stand fast in what is right and prepare our souls for trial. Let us wait upon God's strengthening aid and say to him, O Lord, you have been our refuge in all generations. I um I spoke about this in a video that I did the other day about these storms that oftentimes are uh, that happen. But you know we're we're in spring right now. Uh, I look out my window here and it's it's beautiful. The the trees are green. The grass is, is green and full. The flowers are blooming. It's spring. And, and, and of course, there's storms that happen in the spring, and some are much bigger than others. But the storms are used to still feed the grass, to feed the flowers. It, they, don't, they don't get in the way. In most cases, they don't destroy. What do they do is they feed. And, and we're in the midst of a storm. And, and we have to ask ourselves, are we going to allow this to be used to feed us in our faith? Strengthening us? Albeit, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Or are we going to allow it to, to get in the way? Or to destroy? I, I hope you're going to allow it to feed. And, and I mentioned this again the other day, and I, I think this is worth noting uh, again, that you know 25% of Americans right now, in a, in a poll that I saw, have said that this right now has helped their faith grow. This is helping their faith grow. I talked to someone that's been away from the Catholic Church a couple days ago, and I mean away from the Catholic Church for a long time. He's always loved his faith. I mean, it's always been something that's a part of him, and it's just kind of been a little bit more cultural than ever. He says he's coming back to Mass after this. Now, that's just one person. I don't know. Well, you know, I haven't talked to more people about it. But he said he's coming back to Mass. This has helped his faith. This has turned his life around. You know, there, there are some diamonds here in the rough, as they say. So I, I, I'm, um, I'm hopeful. 
I'm hopeful. All right. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. Also, Pope Francis's Wednesday general audience, I thought was uh, really beautiful yesterday. But we'll continue to comb through some of these. Uh, in the second half hour, we're going to get Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle this morning. Looking forward to talking to Donna. It hasn't been a while. It has been a while since she's been on the show. She's got a free webinar that she's offering today through Paraclete Press on teaching the faith at home. So we'll give you all the information on that coming up here in the second half hour. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Thursday, May 7th. Do not go anywhere. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes, landscape and design for underwriting the show. You know, I, I love the Pew family. They're a veteran-owned Catholic family that absolutely loves their Iowa Catholic Radio, and they've got stories to be able to prove it about how Iowa Catholic Radio has helped change their life. Yes, yes, the Pew family, Five Sons Naturescapes, landscape and design listeners for a long time, serving families all across central Iowa for a long time as well. Outdoor landscaping and design, 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessmentInternational.org. That's BlessmentInternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home the number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. Hi, this is Father Mitch Pacwa. And our Lord said if you give a cup of cold water to a disciple because he's a disciple, you get a disciple's reward. We thank you for your support of Catholic Radio because we are trying to be faithful disciples and we trust that as you are generous, our Lord will also reward you with a disciple's reward. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Francis said yesterday that Christ's light illuminates the darkness of sin in our world and in ourselves. Quote, it is the mission of Jesus to bring light, 
And the mission of the apostles is to bring the light of Jesus. The Lord saves us from the darkness that we have inside, from the darkness of everyday life, of social life, of political life, of of national life, international life. Spoke from the Vatican City residence, Casa Santa Marta, where the Pope is uh, staying right now. He he talked about the chapter 12 uh, Gospel of John, where he said, I came into the world as light so that everyone who believes in me might not remain in darkness. Holy Father said the drama is that the light of Jesus has been rejected. Sin blinds us and we cannot tolerate light, he said. It is not easy to live in the light. The light makes us see so many bad things inside us that we do not want to see the vices, the sins. But he continued, we think of our pride. We think of our worldly spirit. These things blind us. They distance us from the light of Jesus. Conversion. Conversion is what takes us out of the darkness and into the light. You can find the whole homily there at catholicnewsagency.com. Yeah, I I am uh, reminded there when St. Teresa of Calcutta uh, St. Padre Pio and other saints, they would oftentimes point to themselves as the worst sinners to walk the planet. Padre Pio would oftentimes say that. I am the worst of sinners, you would say. And you think to yourself, well, how can someone with a stigmata, you know, someone that bilocates, someone w- with the miracles, I mean, there, there's a, a woman right now living without pupils in her eyes that's able to see 20-20 vision because her grandmother took her to see Padre Pio and he touched her eyes. I, it, look, I mean, how do you say that guy is the furthest away from God? But as I've, I've continued to read many of the different lives of the saints, I've realized that, yeah, indeed, maybe they're right. You know, the closer you get to the sun, S-U-N, the closer you get to the sun, the more these blemishes you know, are, are, are a little bit more apparent. So, you know, while, while his sins might not be nearly as, as bad as others, that even the smallest of offenses, in some ways, could be could be real. So I uh, I don't know. I thought that was that was interesting, especially what the Pope was saying. We can't be afraid of that light. Jesus is the light when we invite Him in. Uh, continuing on, some of these meditations this morning that we have from the the, the saints, Francis Xavier Cabrini said, "Quote: We must." Pray without firing for the salvation of mankind does not depend on material success, does not depend on material success, nor on science that cloud the intellect. Neither does it depend on arms and human industry. No, it all depends on Jesus alone. Again, St. Francis Xavier Cabrini. St. Jose Maria Escriva said, you're bored? That's because you keep your senses awake and your soul asleep. I love that. Oh my goodness. I love that line. You're bored, huh? That's because you keep your senses awake and your soul asleep. Could there ever be a uh, a bored soul with Jesus? I don't think so. What does Jesus do? Lumens it. The soul lives the adventure of holiness in whatever capacity, whatever place whatever state of being they are in. You know, the, 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 the holy men and women that surround us, it, it's not dependent on, on the, the, the things that, that are happening in the world or to me personally. And the soul is alive in holiness, friends. 
there's nothing more exciting. There's no greater adventure. Just a great line. And so true. Again, one of those that hits you right in the gut. Or hopefully it hits you right in the soul. St. Thomas More again says, You must not abandon the ship in a storm because you cannot control the winds. What you cannot turn to good, you must at least make as little bad as you can. St. Augustine, pray as though everything depended on God. Work as though everything depended on you. St. Benedict, let peace be your quest and aim. St. Teresa of Avila, the important thing is not to think much, but to love much. And so do that which best stirs your heart. To do that which best serves your heart. I, uh, I have a line at the bottom of uh, my personal email, of which that uh, has always stuck with me. It's been there for years. I mean, probably 10 years now. And the line is this from St. Teresa of Avila. She says, the feeling remains that God is on the journey too. The feeling remains that God is on the journey too. That there was such a, a closeness between Teresa of Avila and Jesus that, that she felt his presence with him, walking with her, walking constantly in that presence. In the journey of her life, the ups and the downs that he was there with her, you know, that, that, that constant presence of God, that, that turning to God where he is with you every single day, no matter what, that he's journeying this life with you. He's not some distant being you know, just kind of looking down upon us as ants, looking down upon you, waving his finger, making a list and checking it twice and going to find out if you've been naughty or nice. That's not the kind of God that we have. That was the, the demi-fake gods that the pagans fooled themselves into. But Christians, As Christians, we understand something very different. That God, he came down to become one with us, incarnate in all things but sin, and says, behold, I will be with you always. I will be with you always, he said. Hmm. Remember that today, friends. Let's go to Chris Magruder, co-host of Catholic Women Now. Hi, Chris. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm fine this morning. What do we got coming up on your show? Well, I think you know the Blessman International Ministry, right? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, you. I think you've had Dr. Jim on several times. We have Beth on, you know, one of the women for Catholic Women now. We're going to talk to her a little bit, of course, about Blessman International Ministries over in Africa and what it's done for her faith, and we're going to talk to her about her conversion story from the, you know, practicing Christian to now Catholic, so... We're excited that she's going to share her story with us today. Well, when she comes into the studio with uh, Doc, she she sits about ten feet from the microphone. She wants no part <laughs> of it. So you must have you must it must take a lot of convincing for this. I think that's great. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because she did say, "Oh, I think you want to talk to my husband." We said, "No, no, no, no. We want to talk to Catholic women on our show to that time. <laughs> we like men, but we really that's want awesome. to hear her story too. So yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to hear her." You'll hear the conversion story of Beth Blessman today, 9 o'clock in the morning, friends, 9 o'clock in the evening. If you miss it, Catholic Women Now is podcasted on iowacatholicradio.com. Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder. Talk to you soon, Chris. Have a good day. God bless you. 
All right, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle coming up here, friends, in the second half hour. Uh, and she's going to be talking about a free webinar you can participate in that Paraclete Press is offering today. We'll have all the details for it coming up at about 7.45. Don't go anywhere, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on this Thursday, May 7th. Thanks for being a part of the show today. And a thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show, Residential Reroofs, for 30-plus years. A man who knows that above business is his faith, and a man committed to running his business with those Christian values. 515-963-4494, Residential Reroofs. Dean Bell, 963-4494. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. Well, according to John, when Jesus had washed the disciples' feet, he said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, no slave is greater than his master, nor any messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you understand this, blessed are you if you do it. I am not speaking of all of you. I know those whom I have chosen, but so that the scripture might be fulfilled, the one who ate my food has raised his heel against me. From now on I am telling you before it happens, so that when it happens you may believe that I am. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. Following the command of someone isn't always easy, but doing so shows humility and respect for one's superior. Defying human logic, Jesus generously serves by calling and sending forth people, even though some of them would eventually betray him. His entire life was one of service that led to the cross, and in imitation of him, we serve him and others without counting the cost. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. It is Thursday, May 7th. Coming up, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle back on the show. It's been a little while since she's been on. She's an EWTN host of three television series, which she created. Also, the author of several books. She's giving a free webinar today through Paraclete Press uh, called Teaching the Faith at Home. We're going to give you all the details. If you'd like to join into that free webinar with Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle, I think you would really uh, you would really enjoy it. So we'll give you the details coming up here soon. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports, weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwell. We'll have your saint of the day this morning in traffic with Jimmy. Let's get to it, Deacon Tony Valdez. Let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, 
words, joys and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, good, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Still uh, trying to get over your six-hour sauce. I, uh, I think I, I don't know if I have enough patience for that, but uh, that was interesting in that first half hour you announced that. Oh, man. You, you wouldn't be able to get enough of it. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, well... Knock yourself out. But, uh, yeah, it's Mother's Day coming up this weekend. hope everybody gets to enjoy that. It'll be a limited uh, enjoyment, I think. You can't go out to, to dinner and all that stuff. So everybody will be home, maybe outdoors a little bit if it uh, stays warm. We're supposed to be on Sunday, uh, high right around 60. So, yeah, you can get outdoors a little bit, I suppose. doesn't seem like it's going to be bad. I think it'll be a weekend. I'll, have, I'll be mowing, though. I'll tell you that. It, this is uh, with that rain. I'll be mowing. Yeah, yeah, and you heard the uh, Friday night is supposed to. We have a chance of frost, more, mostly for northern Iowa. So, I'm just telling you, John, if you got any uh, plants or flowers out, you may want to cover them here in central Iowa. We're on the edge of that frost, but uh, you may want to do that. I feel like northern Iowa's gotten uh, hit pretty hard this winter. Is that just me? No, they've had more snow than we have down here. Normally, that is true, but uh, yeah, we've missed some of the big storms as far as uh, the snow, but. Right now, it's just a matter of uh, staying above 50 degrees so we can plant. And, you know, Mother's Day is that pivotal point where uh, farmers and backyard gardeners can start planting. And that uh, soil temperature needs to be around 50 degrees. It's not helping matters on uh, Friday night. No, I'm hoping we can uh, we can keep it at that. But, yeah, it looks to be, looks to be a nice weekend. <laughs> it certainly does. All right. Well, John, enjoy the day on this uh, Thursday. And I know you're preparing for Mother's Day on a Sunday. So, uh uh, get all that uh, taken care of, not only your mom, but also the mother of your three children. I go all out. Don't you worry. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll get a report on that. Okay. From the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines. We have mostly sunny skies, 43 degrees with west winds at six miles per hour at the Mercy One Studios. And today we will see increasing clouds later in the day and a chance of rain late this afternoon and evening. A high of 65 degrees with west winds at five to 10 miles per hour throughout the day. And tonight, scattered showers continue. Overnight low of 39 degrees. The winds will shift out of the northwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour as that cold front moves through. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy and windy as that cold front really moves through. A high of 56 degrees for your Friday. And on Friday night, as I mentioned earlier, freeze watch for most of uh, northern Iowa. Overnight low of 34 degrees on Friday night. Saturday, partly cloudy, dry, high of 60 degrees. There is a chance of rain Saturday night into Mother's Day on Sunday morning. And on Mother's Day, partly cloudy later in the day, a high of 57 degrees. Well, in the news, on this uh, Thursday morning, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds and U.S. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue say the nation's meat supply should be stabilized within 10 days. Now, Governor Reynolds was at the Oval Office in Washington, D.C. yesterday for a meeting with Donald, President Donald Trump, and she indicated Iowa packing plants are reopening and will be operating at excess capacity very soon. Now, President Trump said he's asked the Justice Department to investigate whether meat packers are engaging in price gouging in the midst of this coronavirus. 
Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Once again, a decision about Iowa's two summer high school sports, baseball and softball, should be made by the end of this month. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly sunny skies, 43 degrees, with a west wind at 6 miles per hour. And today we will see increasing clouds later on this afternoon and a chance of rain by uh, early evening, a high of 65 degrees, with west winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. On your Thursday morning, John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today we celebrate Rose Vettorini. She was born in the 1600s in Italy. She was engaged to be married, but her fiancé died suddenly. So Rose made the decision to enter a convent. But after only a few months, she was forced to return home to care for her newly widowed mother. In spite of the circumstances, Rose found a way to find spiritual nourishment. She organized a group of neighbor women to sit and pray the rosary with her. Eventually, Rose heard a call to live a life as a teacher. She founded a free school for girls and proved to be an extraordinarily good teacher. So good, she was asked by the bishop to begin instructing other teachers and to oversee the administration of schools. She helped create many schools across Italy, even in Rome. When she died in Rome, many miracles were attributed to her. She was beatified in 1952, and she was canonized in 2006. We ask today, St. Rose Venerini, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day, a deacon right here in Des Moines, experienced in wills, and the state planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you for the last 30 years, 224-1776, that is 515-224-1776. When we come back, I'm leaving plenty of time, plenty of time here for Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. We're going to talk about all about this free webinar that she's giving today, uh, talking about teaching the faith at home. I think this is very important, especially in times like this. You know, the, the church teaches that the parents right here in our home, this is the first church. This is the domestic church. We go out to our parishes, of course, gathering together to worship Almighty God. But right here in the homes, we have to get that going. And you may say, look, I, I've got kids that are that are older. I've got great grandkids now, you may say. It doesn't matter. Even if you're a widow, a widower, your home is still that domestic church, very, very personal, the church gets here when we talk about holiness, especially within our families. And this is really why, uh, and at the heart of why the church is so interested in the family, in marriage, and really inserts itself right there to be able to help us get holy, or as I like to say, die trying. We'll have Donna Marie Cooper Boyle coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning right here on this Thursday, May 7th. Thanks for being a part of the show.
And thank you to Blessman International, formed in 2001 by Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman. Blessman International is a Christian faith-based mission organization working to meet the needs of the impoverished children and families in South African province of Limpopo. And yes, they're having to get a little bit creative now during these times, but they're doing their best to stay on those front lines. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you again for underwriting the show. That is BlessmanInternational.org. Your diocesan minute is right now. Join us for this five-part faith formation series hosted on Zoom that explores how to thrive in the midst of physical distancing while growing in our faith as communities of love. The next session is tonight. To learn more, visit dmdiocese.org slash coronavirus, and you'll find it under resources for families. The Theology of the Body Institute is offering a free virtual conference this weekend. This worldwide event is available Friday at noon Eastern time and runs until Sunday at midnight. Conference presenters include Jeff Cavins, Matt Frad, Christopher West, and many, many more. Visit tobvirtualconference.com. That's tobvirtualconference.com. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop Johnson will be visiting with local Catholics and Hy-Vee truck drivers Randy Eubank and Bruce Chester about their work on the front lines with high vee and delivering and hauling groceries. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. We believe in God the Father. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in the Holy Spirit. Hey, friends, and thank you also to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Your full range of residential plumbing services in Des Moines, 100% satisfaction guarantee. Serving Des Moines and the surrounding areas for more than two decades, Golden Rule. Firm belief that the customer always comes first, no matter what. Plumbing, heating, air conditioning services. Expect high quality workmanship and professionals. GoldenRulePHC.com. Again, thank you for underwriting this show and all you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Let's go to my last guest of the day. She is uh, best known as being on EWTN, host of three television series, which she created a world-renowned speaker, author-winning journalist, uh, award-winning journalist, excuse me, and best-selling author, Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle. Welcome back, Donna Marie. Oh, good morning, John. Thank you so much for having me on your show. 
Thanks for coming on here. You're offering a free webinar today uh, through Paraclete Press. Before we get into the details of how people can get signed up for that, let's talk about the uh, the topic because I don't know if there's any more important of a topic in our world today than starting with the family. Why is the church so interested in the family? Wow, that's a great question. Well, the the family is really a domestic church. You know, it's the the church of the family, the family is the vital cell of society, so we need to nourish that family with the faith. We need to take care of that family, especially in times like this, you know, because it can be so chaotic and, you know, people um, can, you know, be scared and nervous about things and forget about their prayer life, so, you know, and families fall apart. There's a lot of stress and strain right now, so we need to nourish the family always, um, but especially during trying times. So the church always looks after the family. Yeah. And when we talk about family too, the, the church, of course, you know, I, I hate to say counts, but you know, married couples, maybe that don't have kids or the kids are out of the uh, uh, grown up now. And, and maybe they got grandkids or great grandkids. They, they are still a family. Oh, of course. And if they, exactly, because if, you know, they're in a sacramental um, marriage. And so, they are part of a family, whether God, you know, chooses to give them biological children or it's children through their loving arms through adoption, or maybe they don't have any children, but they are spiritual parents, you know, especially with women. That's one of our uh, gifts is to spiritually mother others, you know, so we're all, you know, part of the family of God. We're all God's children, and we all need to take care of one another, actually. Yeah, I don't need to tell you the chaos or the, the difficulties out there, but even I found in, in my own home, you know, schedule has just been completely turned upside down. Oh. And the regular routines that we were able to count on before were not yeah. so much able to count as much on right now. Um, are, are there some practical tips for the family schedule that you can give? Sure. But first, I want to uh, just comment on that word schedule you used because, yes, it is all turned upside down. But the thing, the thing I'd like to recommend is to make sure we have a schedule because even if it's a loose schedule, even if it, you know, we have to uh, put something into place <clears throat> because otherwise things can get really chaotic. The schedule mm-hmm. could just mean, you know, making sure in the morning your kids and, you know, you all get together at the breakfast table and pray a morning offering or wherever you want to pray it, but start the day with prayer. So, you know, the schedule's all turned upside down, but make sure you carve out time for prayer and um, even jot down a schedule. Talk about it together. Have a general schedule with the family, things that you want to make sure you put into your schedule. And then every day, you know, talk about, hey, what are we going to, you know, what can we do today? So one, some- one thing that I never thought would come out of this is my kids, you know, we, we pray together every day before this. Uh, but we're praying longer now, and I'm introducing uh, new prayers to the kids. They have fallen in love with the office, the divine office. Oh, wow. I mean, they, they love morning prayer. They love praying evening prayer, night prayer, you oh, know, whatever wonderful. it is that we pray for the day. And we don't pray them all, of course, every day. Yeah. But, but we try now and pray one, and it's just been such a staple. And, and I, I'm surprised they're four and seven years old. I got a priest and a nun here, Doug Marie. That's a perfect time to start because, you know, uh, they're little sponges and they want to learn more about the faith. And so you have this time to teach them. And I like to say that if you add a new prayer time or devotion during this time, you know, a prayer habit, you know, it, it sounds funny, a habit, but we have to make a habit of prayer. You're establishing a wonderful foundation in the children's lives and they could turn to that later in life, too. And if you keep up with your regular prayer schedule, and I highly encourage that because, you know, otherwise everything gets chaotic and it's just a big free-for-all if you're not, you know, praying your regular prayers, 
you are reinforcing that foundation that you started, or hopefully you might even start it now during this pandemic. Maybe you haven't really been that faithful to prayer or haven't found time for prayer, but now is the perfect time to, you know, pick up the beads, the rosary beads. Don't let them intimidate you. Or just kneel down with the family and say heartfelt prayers. So it's the perfect time to reinforce that foundation you've already established or to start a new foundation and start a new prayer habit like you're doing, John, with the office with your kids. Yeah, I, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. The rest of the, the day, they're arguing and tattletaling. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but, you know, I, I at least got a little bit of, of holiness here somewhere parked throughout <laughs> each of our days. Use um, the holy so, water. Sprinkle the holy yeah, water on Exactly. Them. That's it. Um, oh, so when we talk about uh, practical tips here, you, you talk about picking up the rosary, you know, certain things like this. Um, what's what's maybe one thing that I can do today? Give me one thing because I, you know, I, I've got even though you know we're in a, a pandemic, I still feel like I've got a list of things that I got to accomplish today. What's one thing I can do to be able to try to increase holiness in my family? Oh boy, you're saying <laughs> you're making me say just one you know, thing, one thing. One thing, spend some quiet time together. I have so many things I could tell you that I would hope that you could do together, but have some quiet time together. Teach the family, you know, to to retreat to the quiet, the quiet of their hearts, even if everybody's running around, some of them are arguing or this or that. Try to settle them down, you know, tell them to close their eyes, read them a story about the saint or something. Get them used to having a time of quiet, a time of um, that they can really talk to God and then be quiet and listen to God. So let's get that into our daily schedule, too, a time for quiet. Like Mother Teresa always said, you know, we need silence to hear God speak to our hearts. So we want to, uh, you know, help the kids to learn to, to cultivate that in their own lives so they're not running around and listening for the next, when they get older, you know, listening for the next status update or this or that, always having to have, you know, running after the next activity. We need to slow down, live in the present moment, pray, offer our hearts, and and, and listen to God. You wrote a, a book called Reclaiming Sundays, and um, I, I was talking about a, a friend of mine um, that I talked to a couple days ago, and he um, he fell away from the church, practicing the faith. He's always had a, a faith in, in God, um, and, and faith has been a little bit you know more cultural, I think, as of late. He told me that he's coming, it surprised me, shocked me. He said he's coming back to Mass after this. Wow. And I'm going to hold him to it, of course. But, That's good. You know, really um after this is is seen you know a, a kind of a, had a soul stirring experience and of course that's just one but yeah. i i was so uh you know, almost overjoyed so this guy's yeah. reclaiming sunday in a, yeah. in a radical way in his own life Whoa, but for us to maybe go to mass every sunday um and of course we've, we've had to maybe stream it online right now been away from it uh, how can we still reclaim sunday well, first of all i'm so happy about your friend and that that's wonderfully that has has you to remind him later on. And it's the prayers of your family. The families in the trenches praying for those people who have wandered away or the people, you know, Our Lady of Fatima said, you know, pray for sinners because there's no one to pray for them. So let's remember during the pandemic to pray for the sinners. Pray, we're all sinners, but to pray for the people who have wandered away, people who need help so that they can return to the church. And to reclaim our Sundays, it's a perfect time during the pandemic. We can't get to the building of the church, but we're here in our domestic church we can definitely break bread together, pray at the table, pray all throughout the day, and read, if you can, you know, read the book that I wrote, I have Feeding Your Family Soul, Dinner Table Spirituality, and reading and Reclaiming Sunday. They each have 52 lessons uh, to go through, and all kinds of ideas for activities and church teachings and things like that. So we reclaim our Sunday by 
by worshiping our Lord, whether we can get to the physical building of the church or at home while we're trying to be patient until we can get back to Mass, and, 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 you know, and spend that quiet time together, grow in holiness as a family even, though some of them are arguing and this and that, we're all works in progress, and that's the way it is. Every saint started, you know, that way, and we want to eventually practice the heroic virtues, and we learn that in the give and take of the family, right? We're in the trenches with the family. We, we share our joys, we share our sorrows, we share our concerns, so we, we work out our salvation right, in, right within the nitty-gritty details of our family life. So to reclaim our Sundays, you know, worship our Lord, pray together in the family, and pray for those who really need our prayers, because those prayers, we might think we're not really accomplishing anything, and we're not. God is. But by offering those sacrifices, little penances, little prayers, we can really help others to get to heaven, especially, John, I always like to pray every day, several times a day, for the people who are going to die. And I know that sounds sad, and it might be hard for kids, but dying really is part of our life. And the kids that can understand, we can say, or you can just say the people who are sick, but you're, the adults can pray for the people who are going to lose their lives today or tonight, that they have the grace to turn to God. And we can pray that they can have that grace. You've heard it said a million times, friends, you know, John Paul II, uh, so goes the family, so goes society, so goes the world in which we live. Uh, And, and, you know, you look out into the world, big picture now, you know, take a 30,000-foot view here. Uh, you see uh, unforgiveness. You see, again, kind of the, the overused word here, the word of the day, chaos. Um, you see uh, grudges being held. Um, you see infighting. And, and you look at that and you say, well, where does that come from? Uh, it, it comes from, I think, the destabilization of a family and in everyday culture and everyday life. And it is it is true. You know, what is it, the one thing that we can do to be able to help the world, to be able to save the world, as as so many people like to say, you can sanctify your family. Yes. This is what God has given you right in front of you right now. Your family could be the means to be able to go out and change your corner of the world. That's why this is this is such a huge topic, Donna Marie. Yes, yes. And you can be such an example without even knowing it. You know, when you are able to go out and about later on, or just like say your elderly neighbor that you might see at a distance and you check on him, like I do with my neighbor, or bring him a meal, um, you know, that they, I've had atheist neighbors who have turned to God because, you know, they, you give them that little chicken soup evangelization, you know, that's what I call it. You know, you, you, you be friendly to them. You bring them a meal and you, you call them up. And so the love that God will shine through your heart can really help to convert the soul of others. So in your own little domestic church, you don't think a lot's going on, but you're really uh, helping to form the consciences of future saints. And then the neighbors that you reach out to and then the community eventually you know, even in the post office or at the bank or wherever you go, conversations unfold. It happens to me all the time, and I'm giving out miraculous medals or, or promising my prayers to someone. You know, so we are to be a light to the world. We really are. The family is so important, and, and God blesses the family in such a special way. So let's keep up those prayers and pray for those people who really need them. Quickly give us the details of the free webinar today. Okay, so it's a Paraclete Press. One of my publishers is doing this webinar at 3 p.m. Eastern. You can re- you have to register for it. So uh, check out my website. I'll quickly, after I get off this show, I'll put a blog post with the information. But if you check me out on social media all over the place, uh, you know, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, you'll see a registration. Or you can go to Paraclete Press, check them out on 
to get that link to register. It's so easy. Just click the link, put your name and an email in, I think, and um, you can go to this free webinar at 3 p.m. It's about an hour long or a little less, and you can ask questions and, you know, listen to the teachings and, and all of that. And they'll play a little trailer for um, at the beginning, so you get to see that as well. So I'm hoping people are going to join in, and it'll just be a time that we can be in a community, even though we're sheltering in, you know, so we can be there and we can share with one another. So I'll I check that out. Thank you, Donna. Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle, everyone. Donna, thank you so much for coming on and all you continue to do. Thank you, John, and God bless you and your family. Thank you so much. You as well. Donna Marie Cooper O'Boyle, everyone. Thank you. That puts this show in the books, friends. We'll be back on with you tomorrow, once again, outside of the Mercy One studio. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more To show them who you are So living water flowing through God we thirst for more John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling Bell Construction Five Sons Naturescapes And Blessman International